Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No soup for you. You have been shot. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. We are live out of our little studio in Staten Island, New York. It's another crappy day out, and we are here to serve you. Get you something. Once again, telemetrists says she can't hear us. Did you hear the music? You can speak. You don't have to say anything. No, I did not hear the music. You know you can't hear us. Yes. I didn't hear the music. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sound issues. headphones, man. We got it. All right, so yeah, starting off another week, we had uh, the what do you? Can't <laughs> anymore. The short um, past the appreciation uh, day was last week. <laughs> it's been like almost worse than Lou crunching crunch yes, something. Yes, as soon yes. as we go live, yes, everything has yes. happened. So like a one-man band. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, since last week, I mean, a lot happening. We got a good guest today. We got Brittany Craig from uh, Master, Master Chef. Chef. Yes, she got voted off a couple of that. weeks ago, but cool chick, you know. I, I was watching it. I felt bad for her. So yeah, actually, she, she kicked butt in the, uh, the audition. She made yeah, a great, great yeah. little thing. But, uh, well, I felt bad when she got kicked out, like they made her cry. I actually sent her a message on Facebook, like, you did great, kiddo. And she got right back to me. And now, all of a sudden, she's going to be on the show. Tina hooked it up, so uh, it's pretty cool. Very cool. And, uh, you know, we had the finale last week, uh, last night, as a matter of fact, of uh, I love the, the, I'm watching it, and they were asking, I don't even know his name, Gerardo, the the love guy. Gerard, yeah. Gerard, whatever his name is. And um, I was calling him retardo, but that was his name. (laughs) But, um, 
you can see your hand in the background. Like, it's a clear shot of your hand right behind him, like, making the circle, like, fist pump motion. I'm like, that's Burmeister's <laughs> hand right there. Yeah. Like, I knew it was you. Like, it was just, you would go, like, in perfect sync with the words. It was just terrible. Yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. I, I really wish they incorporated the cast a little bit more. But they did use a yeah. lot of my clips. I know they did. They did. I was a little upset that they didn't because, you know. Yeah. But whatever. It is you what know. it is. I mean, I still think you shined. You did well. Yeah. I got a little added dig in there when she was like, everyone just thought I could make microwave popcorn. I was like, yeah, 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 how do you right. think you can make that? Yeah, I know. I know. It was awesome. <laughs> and then when awesome. they asked me, they actually asked everybody who they wanted to win. And I said, whoever was going to make me that co-host first. I ain't yeah. shit, and I don't care who wins. I lost. So, yeah. you know, I was rooting for I don't Damiano. give a flying, you know, lot of wins. You know, whoever puts me on the show. That's got right. prejudice. I was rooting for Damiano, but, you know, what are you going to do? He, he, he'll be fine. You know, everyone there will be fine. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Damiano will be around. All these people will get on other shows and go on the cutthroat and chopped and... Who knows what they'll do and get all kinds of publicity and Yeah. Well though the only thing that stinks now now will have to play on chop and stuff for a charity. <laughs> they won't get to put any money in their pocket if they win. Why, is that the thing with Food Network? What you do Food Network? Well they go on the celebrity ones now because you oh, know yeah, they yeah, were yeah. the finals and they'll judge and Exactly. You know, so <laughs> I mean, I'm game for doing that. I'll do it for my nephew's charity all day. So. Absolutely. Now, Rob, can you go back on the show again? On what show? Food Network right. star? So I don't right know. Down the line? I don't know. I don't think they're doing a comeback kitchen or anything like that. Yeah, that would be the only way. That would be kind of cool if you did have another. But what's your name came back in season eight? Yeah, that's what our buddy Tom from Staten Island was, yeah. was between her and him. I think it would be pretty cool to see you come back and then take the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. People I don't want to take the again. time off, you know? Like, yeah, people don't realize, like, it's nice you get the publicity and you, it's going to boost your career. But it is a lot of time away from your friends, no your work. family, your life, no the work. Yeah, you know, we need to make money. That's right. You know, seven weeks is a long time. That's, uh, you know, you got rent, mortgages, and all that other stuff. But, you know, we, we chatted about that. I got an idea for a show. What about... Sean Cassidy's Kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> Tonight we're making Jello balls. Food Network versus Hell's Kitchen. Winners. The winners. Not necessarily food, food Network. Yeah, I thought about that too many times. Why they never did like a Hell's Kitchen versus MasterChef? Like, or do you remember the old guys? in the seventies? They used to Battle of the Network Stars. Yes. Yeah. That was a great show. It'd be like yeah. ABC versus NBC yeah. versus CBS. That would be a know? great idea for the food industry. So yeah. maybe you just see you sparked an idea between Rob and I. You know, you right. brought little, back little yeah. cooking, cooking challenge, yeah. but with teeth. Yeah, you, you got the so cooking much. channel, then the Food Network, then Fox, then Bravo. Right. The Messi, uh, the Top Chef guys. Yeah. That would be a great friggin' idea. Yeah. I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah, you got the Food Network crew, you got the Bravo Top Chef crew, you got the Master Chef House Kitchen Combined crew for Fox. You got a couple of chefs versus from Viceland, and you battle out the networks. And they all kill. The cast from uh, Man versus uh, Chef, Man versus Child. There you go. <laughs> because they, those kids drive me crazy. They're like, well, I don't know it all. So. Let me just say this: if that idea does ever get promoted, Rob and I have that idea copyrighted, and it's our idea, so you can't steal it. That's right. You heard it here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mail something to yes. myself. Yes. <laughs> I think also they should pair up. Um, 
a MasterChef adult with a MasterChef child and make them cook together. Again, that's not another. another Someone's on a roll. That's not another bad yeah. idea either. Exactly. You get the master chef kids. It's that's my idea. Remember, kids. it's my idea, Food Network. It's not Food Network, but it's Fox, but okay. Okay, Fox, it's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should pair up the younger Sean Cassidy fans oh my God. with the older Sean Cassidy fans. Enough with Sean Cassidy. That was 25 years ago. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about with the Sean Cassidy, what was it? Your top five favorite actors? And that would fill me as like number two yeah. actor with yeah. Sean Cassidy. Actually, it was number one. <laughs> if you really want to get technical. Forget Brad Pitt or Antonio Not even Stamos in there. Not even Stamos in Sean Cassidy. When I was younger, I watched the Hardy Boys, Hardy Boys mystery. You know who my number one actress was? Farrah Fawcett. Um, I don't know. Let me, uh, I, yeah. I still think Farrah Fawcett. Who might get him? But, uh, so what was just going on, bro? My see, you got the food truck painted. Got the food truck painted. Picked it up today. Now tomorrow, I got to tow it back to the sign guy so he can put all the stuff up, and then I'm ready to go, I think, you know? I got a plumber to come look at it just to make sure everything. Now I'm up. willing to donate some free artwork to you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get naked and dip myself in paint and then run and <laughs> jump and splatter on your truck. Okay? <laughs> Only for you, though, buddy. You should have did that first, like, right in red. You yeah. covered at least half of it. Hey, yo, whoa. <laughs> what color is the truck? Red. Flame oh. red. Okay. So, now, yeah. have you come up with a menu? Um, I'm doing some, I'm going to try some different things. We were speaking earlier. I'm going to do uh, meatballs on a stick. Balls on a stick. Balls on a stick. There's going to be buffalo, barbecue, Asian, Italian, Swedish. And I'm just going to dump them in the sauce and hand them to the people, you know, and they can, uh, dipping sauces. Nothing like dipping your balls in a sauce. It's fantastic. Not at all. Depending on the sauce. And, And it's a very, they're very versatile. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm doing uh, Frito pie, which is, uh, you know, chili and cheese in a Frito bag or Doritos with all, like, pulled pork and stuff. A lot of, like, stoner food slash You know what the food. new thing is? Stuffing your balls. I like my balls stuffed. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, me too. It's like, I like, I, I did it with mozzarella and mortadella and prosciutto, and it was fantastic. Right. You know, the stuffed ball is like a new hot commodity. It's kind of like a meat rice ball, if you will. Yeah. You know? Yep. You just gotta watch out that your balls aren't too salty, because you know. Or sweaty. Sweaty. My name's Joe Sweaty, and these are my sweaty balls. No, but I think that's a great idea because the whole thing with people don't really look. It's great to go to these food trucks and you get something, but I like to walk around. I love the meat on a stick concept. I love anything you can, like the walking around taco in a bag or all that. To me, that's great. When you gotta sit there, I mean, that's cool. But I want to grab something, snack along as I'm walking, eat it, go right. to another truck. You know, you want to check out everything that's there. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. Do I want to you check had out your sandwiches. Sandwich, like, yeah. You weren't going anywhere. The only thing I was pissed at that everyone was in the chairs. I wanted to sit down and just get my elbows, like, just boom. I know. I must have had a great sandwich, though. I could oh, go for awesome. one of those right now. Awesome. Well, like I said, my friends still talk about it that went to it. And, like, you know, they... Well, one of each and, and loved every minute of it. Nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, so uh, August 12th, 13th, and 14th, I'll be at uh, the Woodbridge, Chef Lou's whole shindig. We'll see how that works out. Yes, uh, I'll be there, too. We, we, we're judging that barbecue thing. Yep. Yeah, the smoke. What uh, day is that now? Is that on a Saturday? Friday, Saturday. 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 The, the main thing is Friday and Saturday and Sunday. 
but the barbecue. The judging is actually yeah, on Saturday. And he was like, ah, we might do a whole pig. So I was like, no. Do like a rib and a chicken or something that we they can do in a couple of hours. You don't want them wasting all their time. You know, do something that they can do in a couple of hours. You know, give us a, you know, a chicken thigh and a, and a, and a, a baby back rib or a St. Louis rib or something just so it's easy. You do a whole hog. That's like a 14-hour thing, you know. Exactly. You know, especially because they're not winning a little more brisket, of a bragging rights. A little brisket might be nice. Yeah, that takes long, though. You know, these guys, it's just bragging rights, really. They're not getting anything Yeah, crazy but you smoke before. it the night before and you serve it. You, you start it the fucking day before. Right. But I hear you want to, even a good smoked homemade sausage, a nice chicken and, yeah. you know. Whatever it is, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be pretty fun. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be fantastic, yeah. without a doubt. Got to get Clem up on that truck. Start oh, yeah. slinging some stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just, I'm kind of excited. I just wish it was early. I, I, I did this, thought of this doing it months ago because <laughs> I haven't made a dime in the last two months. And I, I, all the phone calls are starting, like, you know, where's our money? Where's the mortgage money? Where's this money? I'm like, all right, hold yours. Yeah, exactly. But, uh. All right, well, let's hit the phones. I believe this might be Annette calling in, our, uh, our new favorite listener here. Absolutely. I think so. Hello, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. And I'm so grateful I have my dental floss here, and I like my balls on a stick, too. So. Nice. Hey, well, okay, baby. You know, that, that's scary for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little yeah, nervous yeah. talking to you, but i got to be honest. So how are you doing, Annette? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. You guys sound wonderful, and uh, I have to agree with you. I watched the uh, Food Network finale. I don't have a TV. I don't even own one, so I watch it online. I watched it this morning, and I just sat there slack-jawed and went, really? Not because of who won. You know, no, no who cares at this point. It is what it is. Right. But because it was so bloody boring. It boring was the most and... underwhelming right. frickin' finale they have done yep. in their yep. history. There was there was no family member there, there was no representative from Food Network there, there yeah, was no yeah. confetti, there was no anything. It was like, yeah. and you won, boom, and that was it. And they didn't yeah, even she like. fell on the floor, and then my DVR cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. you know, and Great. what was what was really crazy was they said, you know, we've watched all the pilots and we've already picked the winner. They said that right out of the gate. I thought, well, then what the hell are you hold me hostage for? Just tell me who won. Let me go back to my my breakfast. Right. I mean, right. really? Because they had to get the Bobby and Giada spoof. Like, who Dude. cares about that? Dude, I'm going to tell you what. If he hugged her one more time, I was going to say, just put a ring on it, okay? Yeah, but I know. Whatever. But whatever. But so, yeah. So now you guys are all free, and you get to go and do your things. I, I wish I lived closer to Staten Island because I'd make your food truck come here. Or I'd go to the food truck or whichever. But I'm very excited. I'm very excited. You guys have great ideas about moving forward and you're all gonna go you're all gonna go places. Even Tregay's yeah. gonna go places, although I don't know quite how, but she will. Yeah. And I feel bad that all she's doing is co hosting the kitchen sink. You know, I noticed that when they, they flipped the little graphic up at the end and it said, you know, watch for her on the kitchen sink. I and I talked to a friend of mine, I have a chef friend here in town. And we're constantly, you know, rawr, 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 and all this stuff. Yeah, and wait, wait, I said, what was up with so that? So she didn't, she didn't get her own six-episode pilot? No. 
No, she doesn't no, care. Well, I mean, maybe in, it may be in the works, but she's going to be co-hosting the kitchen sink. The better question is, what the hell is the kitchen sink? It's like a little show that's on before the kitchen or after. It's like some of oh, them, Lord. and then they talk about little things. You know, when they're in yeah. the backyard, when they're not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the kitchen sink. Really? Wow. I believe so. So it's already yeah, an, an already established show, but she's going to co-host it. But technically, they have to give her own show because that's what it says in the beginning of the season. The winner will get right. their six-episode pile. So they have to give it to her. Right. Or well, they'll but, but, but what happened to all these other people that I don't ever see? I don't ever see Justin anywhere. And I don't. I only saw one show I don't that even know who uh, Justin is. Eddie did. He was <laughs> the, the last Justin guy is? that Alton personally mentored. It was ages and ages ago. Little guy. Was that okay, season yeah, yeah, eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that season 37? or Justin Warner. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of kind of him, actually. You're so funny, but no, seriously, yeah. well, and, and I really do the only like the one idea. That ever came, well, check this out. The only one that ever really became of anything was Guy Fieri. Yeah. Guy Fieri. That's the only one. No, that really, no, 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 no. Jeff Morrow. Je- you have well, Jeff Morrow. They canceled the show, and now yes. he's a co-host of The Kitchen. Yes. Right. That's true. But uh, and Artie Sequeira, I love. Indian food, so I loved Artie Sequeira's stuff, and they kind of pulled the plug on her as well. But uh, and Damaris Phillips, I like Damaris. I like her. I show. like Damaris too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her show, and I and I think she's fresh, and she's she she doesn't seem to be corruptible. Like if they tell her we don't need you anymore, she's gonna go, hey, that's cool. I live in Kentucky, and I'm married to the love of my life, and I'm popular right. down here. So see you later, bye. I mean, I really yeah, think she's, she's telling to go fly yeah, a kite. She's not phony. No, she's not. She's not. She's just genuine as hell, and I love her to pieces. But I would love to see the mashup of what you were talking about earlier in the beginning, of bringing you know the Hell's Kitchen people on with these people, kind of like duking it out in in a kitchen stadium almost. I think right, that would right. be exciting. Yeah. I hate to say it, and I'm not saying it's because I'm a Hell's Kitchen guy, but I think Hell's Kitchen would take it because we're the grittier, grimier, down in the trenches, put up in your face than any other show. Food Network. I love Food Network. Nothing against them, but Food Network is a lot of the the pretty people. Well, chopped. You'd have chopped would be good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think know. it would be grand. You guys put it together, and we'll watch it because we're looking for something to watch these days. Right. So that well, would be Well, I mean, the other thing, I would like to see an actual cooking show on again. They don't make yeah. cooking shows. Everything is a road show. Which don't get me wrong. If I won, I would want a road show because I just want to travel. Absolutely. You know, but I would also, I mean, my idea for them, when they said, what do you want? I was like, I wanted to have a road show, go places, but then take that person's meal that they cook for me, and I go back to the studio and remake yes. the leftovers. Well, here's the last, the last real cooking show to me was Emerald. Emerald, yeah. Emerald, look, Emerald, I don't care what you say. Towards the end, they got sick of him, kicking up a notch, bam, bam, thank you, man, whatever. But when Emerald first came around... And he was even the essence of Emerald. That was a great show back in the day. For its time period and what yep. it was, that was a great show. And then it evolved into Emerald Live, which, again, for its time period, was a great was show. Great. You had Doc the Live yeah, Band. Doc the Band, and you had celebrities coming on, and people sitting in front of you and cooking. I mean, I've been on that show twice, two or three times in the audience. Yeah. You know, and it was fun to go to. Then I went, like, to a taping of Rachel Ray, and there was, like, 30 seconds of cooking, and I got, uh, you know what made me happy about going there? I got a two hundred dollar Best Buy card, a two hundred dollar fifty gift, uh, twenty dollars gift card to Barnes and Noble. Yeah, great. I was happy. 
score, four hundred fifty dollars. Because if you didn't give me that, I would have walked the hell out of the store. <laughs> right, right. There was nothing. There was no cooking. There was nothing going on. Like I would have loved to see some live cooking. Maybe get some ideas. Yeah. Learn something. Teach me something. Yeah. Entertain me. Right. You know, where's that's all the entertainment yeah. value and the learning factor? You know, the learning factor is kind of left. That's what my yeah, friend Val was yeah. saying today. She's a chef, and she's a vegan chef, and she's an organic chef. So really, there's nothing on the cooking channel or Food Network that supports what she does. And every time someone comes along, they boot them off because no sponsor, no big deal sponsor is going to sponsor that, right? right? But she and I both watch the cooking show shows because we get ideas. We learn right. different techniques. We, we, and we love to watch somebody take their family recipes or their ethnic, their you know their ethnic eats kind of things, and turn them into something amazing. So it's it's kind of fun, but you know it'll it'll come back. You'll see, it will come back. I think the pendulum's swinging back the other way. I don't think they're going to be able to stick with. I'm just right. Well, that's here. what the cooking channel is. The cooking yeah. channel has more cooking shows on it. Well, if you notice, Food Network, I, I went on demand, and I'm like, wow, there's like two shows on demand. It used to be like nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where's mm-hmm. all the shows? They got a lot of these mm-hmm. daytime shows that unless you are up in the daytime and a housewife or a mother or something like right. that, you don't really, I don't know what any of these shows are. I've never heard them. Back in the day, yeah, Mocha Mario, the SSM, or Bobby's show, you know. Uh, and even 30-minute meals. Yeah, 30-minute meals. Where Adam like yeah. five meals in 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, Chillin' and Grillin', which I kind of like with Jack McDuff, Jack whatever his name was. And Jack, um. Uh, yeah, you and I always forget. Bobby did guess and he did chocolate. Yeah, Jack McDuff. I'm going to look him up because I actually did something with him at the Philly Jack Travel McDavid. Show. What is it? Jack McDavid. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jack from Jack McDonald's. Grilling and chilling. Jack McCheeseburger. <laughs> Jack McCheeseburger. Um, all right. Fat Jack McDavid. I don't know if he's fat. There he is right here. I think it's Jack McDavid. All right, well, right, we, we found 50 million names. Um, Fat Jack, Fat Jack, because he used to have the firehouse. I'm here at the firehouse, and it was an old Jack. Uh, Jack McDavid. What is Jack McDavid? Jack McDavid. That is Jack McDavid, right? Yeah, Jack McDavid, yeah. That's what it says here. Jack well, McDavid, I, right I, I thought the club was just making shit up. Because <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, shit comes out of my mouth. Right. I don't know where it comes from, but it, it just, it, it's sometimes it's right. Yeah, well, there were good shows on. I mean, you know, every once in a while you catch, I'll tell you what I'm really into now is barbecue pitmasters. They yeah, always are Destination America. They have all-day marathons, and I'm learning a lot about barbecue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love doing it, and I've won some stuff, but I'm like the temperatures, the times, and what the, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I, w- I want to go and do another barbecue thing. So. What about making, and, and I know this may seem kind of silly and bleh, but what about just making your own show and putting it out there so that we can see it? I mean, we, we tried that and stuff. It's just a lot, you know, it's it seems like it's easy, it's a lot but of work and it's a, huge a lot of editing. editing. And then it's, yeah. it's the cost factor of buying all the stuff all the time and, you know, which... Right, find the time, because we were doing it, like, before the show, we would try to do, like, at least one thing. We were doing yeah. a lot of, like, hacks, and we made these the pig and beefy, the sandwich, it was, like, crazy, yeah. and then, you know, it was good, we 
did it, but and then, like, after everything was over, open, I had, like, three tripods. And they had to open a beer without a beer, without a beer open a Made Food Network stuff. That's right, Made Food Network stuff. I was having your Made Food Network stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we yeah. try, and, you know, and we, believe me, we tried to get a whole crew to volunteer, you know, like, uh, just volunteer, and... We had one kid come in one day, and then he got a new job, and we never saw him ever yeah. But I'll listen, we yeah, got another that, call. That would call. make we'll sense. That would make sense. Yeah. You know? And it's it's really a shame, because there there used to be, way back when, 25, 30 years ago, when cable companies came around there was an opportunity for the general public to go make their own TV shows. And so you had your crew. You had your editing facility. Well, you, you can still kind of do that. You can kind of like cable. Yeah, yeah, the public access. Do they access. still have it? Yeah, they're begging me to do it. But I'm like, you can't advertise on it. You can't do anything. But you get all the access to all the equipment and the studio. So, I mean, I may think about doing that just to get the equipment, and then I can put in advertisements later on. Well, the, you the know, thing like is I with can that, do it on, you can on make your show. You can make your right. show, and you should be able to get a copy of it, and then you can edit that. And like you said, right. you can edit, pad it, put it on YouTube. But it gives you a, um, it, it gives you a, a facility to to produce right. it. And, and there are people and, that yeah. edit it for you and do all that. Exactly. Stuff. Like exactly. Absolutely. But, Let's pick up this other call. We got a call from seven one eight area code. And let's see if we can get him on the air. All right. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. 718 area code. How you doing? Big and Beefy. It's John Serp. How are you, boys? I kind of had a it was Johnny Serp. I don't what? know why. What, what are you putting on a plate? It sounds yeah, like you have something. You're plating something up in the background. That's hysterical. There. I'm actually making quinoa cakes, and I just took one out and put it into the uh, into the bowl of it. Not the bowl. The um, paper towels to drain it. That's hysterical. Nice. You actually yeah, heard the up, fact buddy. that I scraped the, the iron skillet. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I knew that sound. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That is amazing. So what's going on there, Mr. Serp? How you been? I'm doing good, big boy. How you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Things aren't bad. Good, good. Good to hear. Uh, back on the note, you guys were just talking about um, TV shows, right? Trying to get your own TV show? I just right. called in, and I think I heard the end of that. Um, you know, Rob, that I was trying to do that, too. And it's very, right. very, yeah, very difficult. Like, I, saw, I saw your pilot. I thought it was phenomenal. Great pilot. Thank that you. would be the show you. I would watch. Yeah. And Thank he you. can't get that. anybody to take it. No, I mean, I even had famous people, like people that are on Food Network, look at it and love it and show it to their producers and show it to their, their um, um, what do you call it, agents, and they also liked it, and they still couldn't do anything. I'm like, you guys suck. Like, you like right. the show, you want to do it, but you can't do it, and you don't want to do it. It doesn't make any sense. They're like, listen, we'll buy it from you for a nickel, and that's what right. you get. <laughs> exactly. We'll, take it exactly. we'll just make it into a whole other different show. Right. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I had a pretty right, decent concept. Like, it was very original. Happened, it was different. Yeah, I mean, John had a whole crew and everybody do this for him. And it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was up in like Rhode Island or Cape Cod or something, didn't they? Yes, it was up in uh, Cape Cod. Yeah, yes. Cape Cod. So they they well, put him up and did everything. They filmed it for him. Nothing out of his Here's pocket. Here's the thing, and this is what I truly believe, and I'm going to try to explain this very quickly and as best I possibly can. I think it depends on the kind of group of people that are in charge of putting the show out there because they seem to cater to what they think is going to be popular to their group of people, to their sense of humor, to their likes. Right. You know what I'm sure. saying? Because if you had someone who is very diverse, and I'm not saying that they're not diverse and minded or talented, I'm not saying any of that. 
But what they think is good necessarily isn't always good because they're trying to cater to, like, middle America and all these other things. Right. You know, you got to get something that's going to be for everybody, that's funny, that everybody can touch on or relate to. And, right. You know, a lot that's of these shows that are like, huh? No, yeah, that's what I thought I had. It. It, was, it, was, it was fine. Was it, was it, was it was cooking. It was funny. It was everything. You know? had, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's yeah. one of the ones you got to send it to 10,000 people so one person calls you back. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really much ridiculous. Yeah. It really but, is. I mean, if you put that pilot out and just started putting it on social network and stuff like that and say, what do you think? Please, you know, give me. And then make this whole, like, almost like a, what do they call that? A petition. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can re-bring it back to people. Listen, I have nine million. I signatures. wonder if that may be an idea for you, John. Play the fucking pilot on YouTube. I guarantee you to get a shit ton of hits. It's a great fucking pilot. That's great not a bad idea. I, I don't own it. That's the problem. I'd have to talk to them and have them do it. Right. The I think you should do it. You think about it. If it went on YouTube and it got look, a lot of these things are becoming shows. Be, look at the well, fucking YouTube uh, people are getting signed. Yeah, what's the, the the crazy guys that made the cheeseburger pizzas and the. Come on, the, the over-the-top guys. The, uh, oh, um, Epic Mealtime. Epic Mealtime. They were a YouTube fucking show, and they got on yeah, the TV. Drunken Kitchen woman yeah. just got signed. Yeah. I think if you judges. get something on YouTube, and, and you may get enough hits, they almost have to fucking take it, because YouTube is just popular, not more popular than watching TV now. That's yeah. true. Like, That's true. Like the one that Clem filmed, the... Um, the how-to videos. What is it? E E how? E how? They all might be doing e maybe for a video by far, hooked by crook, good or bad. It's got three hundred thousand fucking hits on it. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm headed towards the head. Yeah. Not for that's you. I'm headed towards the head. This thing has gone viral in a year. I mean, that had to go viral overnight, but that's a little viral to get almost right. a half a million hits in a year and a half. Hell yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. You know, I know, and the other ones got sixty thousand, eighty thousand, forty thousand, one hundred, three hundred, but. You know they own the fun, they own the video, right? right and right. they know how and when to put it out there and advertise yeah. it. And now it's just a matter of listen to the fat hairy guy who can't breathe making meatballs and sauces. Oh that's God. why he's got better. Now listen, boys, the wife just came home. This. We gotta get a dinner. It is the Ready. best Sunday gravy video you will ever see, and the best Sunday right. gravy you will ever eat. All right, Johnny, go go finish up your quinoa cake. Thanks for calling, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, sir, man, we love you. Don't be a stranger, kid. and. He's my man. Yeah, Johnny. Always a pleasure, boys. I'll definitely get through right, you guys soon, man. we got to get beers together. All right, brother. Stop by any time you want, brother. Peace Later, out, bro. my Peace friend. Soon. Later, guys. Later. All right, now we got uh, we got up on the phone right now on Guest Du Jour. Okay. We have Brittany Craig from Master Chef. We're going to pick up in one second. So uh, just hang on, ladies and gentlemen. This uh going to be a good interview. Hello there, Brittany. You are chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Ah, we're how doing fantastic. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> ah, of course. Of course. I mean, you had, I became an instant fan of you, sorry. When, when I, I actually came in late, I watched the episode that when they let you go, and like, I felt so bad for you that I had to shoot out a message to you and say you did a great job. And I'm, I'm glad you got back to me because that was it was yeah, awesome. I really so felt much. bad for you. I've that been was, in that situation a hundred times. Absolutely. Refresh my memory because I remember you from the very beginning and seeing you. I was like, all right, this girl's going to go far. What was the initial first kiss that you made when you got on there? 
Um, the initial first dish, uh, we had the potato challenge with, uh, or, or my apron challenge. Is that the one you're asking about? Yeah, the apron or challenge. The, the apron challenge. Yes. Uh, yeah, I made shrimp and grits, actually, like kind of my take on shrimp and grits. Um, a little okay. Italian That's spin right. there. <laughs> Um, I did. Yeah, like, uh, like, 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 like this girl already. Of, yeah, of course, she's Italian. Of course. The Italians invented grits, right? Yeah. Right, Clem? The Italians did invent yeah, grits. Right? It was called polenta. <laughs> it was called and everybody else stole them and they called them grits because they had no medicine when they did everything. Exactly. Yeah, so I kind of did it like a polenta. Like, I let it set for a little bit, and then uh, I fried them individually, like a little grit cake kind of thing, and then I poured a, nice. a beer blanc over the top of it. So it was pretty good. Ooh, Very cool. Nice, nice. Yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. What made you go on MasterChef? I mean, was this something you always, obviously it's a passion of yours, but I mean, is this something you always wanted to do? What did you just happen to see one day and say, hey, I want to go on? Or is it something you were pursuing for a little while? Or, or you got the um, good look, I mean, so did somebody come after you and tell you to do MasterChef? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Um, no, you know, I used to like put on little cooking shows for my family when I was a little kid. And so I always thought that, you know, being on TV and being a chef, I thought that was like a really cool thing. And, uh, I saw this flyer just on a bulletin board at school and, uh, I went for it and I went through the whole process of doing the auditions and everything like that. And they asked me to come on the show and I was like blown away that, you know, they took me, (laughs) which, you know, out of however many people, like 20,000 people or something that went for the show, they picked me and I felt very special. (laughs) Right, right. Well, it, it, it does it feel is, good, and you you never realize it until you shows. get called. Yep. And then it's like, wow, how many? Because I've I've done a few shows now, and it's like people try out all the time. Oh, I tried out, and they think they got it. I'm like, dude, you have to go through so much more. And then when you think you got it, you got to fill out War and Peace, uh, a whole <laughs> thing, and tell everything from the day you were born till the day you. Oh my gosh! 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 Oh my I think it's yeah. that's because well, that's how I got through school when I was a kid. When I had to write an essay, I'd rewrite the question 900 different ways, and I'd just put the end. Never yeah. made sense, but it would be like, Well, here's know. the better thing. Think about the person who had to write the application and make this up how crazy he oh, had to be. I feel to bad. Do the actual like application. the textbook writers, the test writers, all of us. Yeah. People, they have no lives. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, me yeah well, so once you finish that, you're still not guaranteed to be on the show. Yeah. And then, yeah. then you get on. So now they call you. How long between the time they called you that you had to go and film? Honestly, it was like a year. It was almost a year. Yeah, like, right? it was a long yeah. time. Yeah. Well, it was a really long I, I time. Ask, it was a, lot. It was a big, long ask, process. Because huh. having been on Hell's Kitchen now, MasterChef, I'm, I'm always jealous. I watched that kitchen. How was it? To be in that kitchen. Now, don't get me wrong. We had a cool kitchen in Hell's Kitchen. I but I watched the MasterChef yeah. ki- kitchen, and I hate all you guys because I'm so jealous. You had everything <laughs> possible right in front it of you. It is wide open. It yeah. looks so air-conditioned. Yeah, it looks air-conditioned. <laughs> and roomy. We were in Hell's Kitchen. We were it's in a box. We had, <laughs> yeah, there was something in front of us. It's just the makeup. The really good makeup artists, they came in and made me look not sweaty. But, no, it was definitely, um, it's just as hot. It's just as intense. And, 
it's but it's beautiful yeah I definitely would say it's, it's a lot prettier um a lot more aesthetically pleasing and the pantry is always like stocked so nicely with all the fresh produce it's it's gorgeous it definitely is but right. um, it's gorgeous for the first you know, episode the then you're like yeah, <laughs> yeah until you yeah, have to go good. in there and actually work then you're like ah shit <laughs> yeah I mean the same for Food Network's uh, kitchen looked so nice but it was really just your workstation on wheels and then you had your oven, like, it looks nice, but how many times you got to jump over all those speed bumps and all the wires under it? Oh, yeah, people don't realize that. Cameraman, <laughs> like, yeah. get out of the way. Right? It's crazy. No, and every three yeah. seconds, they had to be, Rob, you got a Hollywood, which yeah. means dab a paper towel on your face because you're so damn sweaty, <laughs> and you can't wipe your makeup off. <laughs> you guys got makeup no, on. Yeah, you got Oh, I had makeup on, and my shirts, my shoulders looked like they just had white on them because I constantly wiped my face, and they'd be like, what are you doing? So now, here's something I always wondered about you MasterChef people. Where did you guys sleep at the end of the night? I mean, we, Hell's Kitchen, we went upstairs, and we all slept together in a dorm. Did you guys obviously have, like, your own hotel room? Did you go back to a hotel? I mean, how did that work? Yeah, we, we stayed at a hotel together. Um, we Yeah, we had like a, it was like an offset kind of hotel that we all hung out at. Um, yeah, we just sort of lived like in a little island together. <laughs> that You know, they became your family after a while, you know. So you guys so, were all together. Now, were you allowed to talk to no, each we other or were you room? on hard ice all the time? Oh, don't say those words. <laughs> yeah, tell me about hard it. Ice, I, I, I have nightmares that. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> That's like our inside joke. Whenever someone's being too loud, we're like, hey, hard ice. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate that yeah. whole thing. I'm like, you know. You didn't have that. We Did you have hard no, ice? No, you don't have that told you to shut up. They just stopped saying hard ice altogether and went straight for shut up. <laughs> they just went straight for shut up. They were like, stop. Stop. Just stop already. Oh, my That's God. Funny. So, So you're happy you did it, though? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely happy. I met I met amazing people. I got to cook for some awesome, like you know, like Wolfgang Puck and just Gordon in general. Just to be like in front of him and have him judging you and tasting your food and stuff. It's just you would never get that. You know, you can't just go up to Gordon and be like, "Hey, Gordon, <laughs> try my food." That's like bringing a mixtape to Jay Z. Like it's just not gonna happen. You know. So, I love awesome. the fact that you just said mixtape. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to put it in a reference. Yeah. But, but, but it's true, no, but I no, think it's it was, a great opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I, I did feel bad because he was kind of a little mean to you. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I haven't mean, done food shows. Check this out. Right. So, well, how they edited it, it looked like he was yeah, just yeah. straight up mean to you. He probably was. Yeah, but with her, mm-hmm. with her, let me tell you something. You can see that. I'm not saying it's, it's just to blow smoke up your, you know what, but from the very beginning, you can see that you had talent. You know, you had the passion, you had the talent. Even me and Rob and everybody being a chef for 20 something years. We all have off days and bad days and things don't work out. You yeah. take a risk and it doesn't work. Unfortunately, you got one shot and you're on TV and if something goes down. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you definitely showed some talent and some passion and that, you know, you're a force to be reckoned with, whether, whether or not you get kicked off third, fourth, fifth, whatever. But you can tell, you know, from watching it, you were in it, so it's a little bit harder for you. Same thing with me when I was in town, whatever. But you can see from watching the show the people that you see, especially being a chef, who have the talent, right. have the ideas, yeah, their ingredient exactly. combinations, to their flavors. Right. Getting voted off of these yeah. shows has nothing to do with, and people believe me, people believe that, that, oh, well, they said she didn't do good, so she's off. Most of it is like script writing, who they need to go, or who they have plans for. <laughs> 
But it's really you can have your best day, and you're in the bottom. Yes, it's just just your just your time. You know, like it could have been the yeah. littlest thing to happen, and it sucks. But you know, that's that's Hollywood, as they say. You yeah. know, like if it was real. And, and you, you could have the most boring person winning it. You know? like, I mean, just, the yeah. cooking, though, the cooking part is re- I mean, the cooking is very real. Like, obviously, the, oh, know, yeah, absolutely. it's TV. At the end of the day, it's TV. There's going to be drama. There's going to be added things, of course. But, like, when you're given, like, five minutes to decide what you have to cook and then an hour to cook you it, have, you know, uh, yeah. it's... That's real yeah, fun. that's true. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. Like, that's that's definitely something that takes, like... You have to have, like, a repertoire of flavors, of combinations, of different techniques in your head. Because, I mean, you can't just, like, you know, throw an average everyday person into a pantry and be like, okay, now cook an amazing meal in an hour. Like, it's, it's hard. And so the cooking part is definitely real. And, you know, I definitely commend the people that are still in it because it's hard. It's a lot of hard work to keep, you know, keep going. Um, but, yeah, you know, there is a lot of the fluff. <laughs> oh, yeah, Definitely. Like this. See, that's my thing, too. I go on these shows, and I, I have an arsenal of, like, over 25 years, but as soon as they tell me to do something, Absolutely. I do stuff I never right. did in my yeah. life. Yeah, me too. I do the same thing. <laughs> like, where's that liquid nitrogen? I saw someone use it once, yeah. and I'm pouring yeah, it all exactly. over the place. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I watched it on TV one time. Let's try it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Sometimes you just have to wing it. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I know the food's going to be good. I just go for the good camera time. So yeah, now, how, how, really would things, how would things going for you now? <laughs> how are things going for um, you now? You get recognized, you get a lot of offers, I mean. Um, I'm actually, I'm doing a private event catering right now. And, um, you know, people that have seen me on the show, uh, it definitely is helping my, my little business grow, which is sort of awesome. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's giving me, you know, uh, you know what, this, this show validated me because I, you know, I'm a really, like, bubbly girl and, like, to be in a kitchen, I mean, it's a guy's world, and I know that's very sexist, whatever. But like, it is. Like, I worked, um, I worked at a restaurant that was filled with all guys, and it took me a, re- took me almost a year to get into that back of the kitchen to really like prove to them that like I'm not just a bubbly girl, that I can actually cook and I can actually, you know, be on the same level as everyone else. So this show really gave me that validation. It proved to you know everyone that I'm not just like a. You're like, oh, let's do our hair. Like, it's like, no, I will kick your ass in this kitchen, and you know, we're gonna do make amazing food. So, right, right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad to hear that you're doing a little private catering because that's the way to go. I mean, because yeah, it's so you, fun. right? Because now you have a potential of, you know, two to five million people hiring you because people watch on the show, and that's what's mm-hmm. hot right now. Like, people love that. Like, oh. You know, and they'll ask you to judge things, or they'll ask you, you know, everyone's, you're in the eye now as a chef. You know, we became great yeah. friends with uh, Luca uh, Mancy that one really oh, nice. win, like, season. Yeah. yeah, Luca did a show right after he won season two, I think it was. Yeah, season two. I think it was season and two. now, like, I judge things with him, or he just calls us up out of nowhere. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, he's doing a food truck now in Houston, but the last time we talked to him, he, he was buying a Vespa for Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's out of his mind, <laughs> but, you know, and he does a lot of dinner with Luca, it's called, and people fly him all over the country just to have, like, yeah, dinner parties. That's, that's a dream. For him, so. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm uh, a. And even Stephen Lee uh, from. Vegas and LA right now. You're in L.A. now? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going back and forth. So I live in Vegas, um, and I kind of go back and forth between uh, Vegas and L.A. I have clients over there and clients here that I'm kind of being, you know, because go towards the money. (laughs) So I'm going back and forth. Right, exactly. Trying to just make the most. 
of everything that I'm doing, and yeah, but it's it's going pretty cool. <laughs> now, are you originally are you originally from Vegas? Um, I'm from upstate New York. So I was born um I was born in uh, New Hartford, New York, and I lived there for a while. Okay. Um, but then my family my family moved to Vegas. Um, my parents got divorced, and my mom just wanted to move uh like away from the snow. <laughs> so uh, right. she moved us to the middle of the desert, <laughs> which there's no snow. Yeah, yet. I was gonna say that was and, the extreme uh, away from the snow, but okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you can yeah. also get snow out there. Yeah. If you go up, I think, right? If you go up, are there mountains in Vegas? Yeah, well, like Mount Charleston and stuff like that we have up here. I mean, it's like an hour drive or so, and you can get some pretty cool snow. Um, but it never snows, like, in the city. Like, the Strip hasn't – there hasn't been snow on the Strip in, like, I think it snows every four years or something. And it's not even snow. It's like a slushy coming down from the sky. So Right, right. It's not and the city shuts down because they don't know what to do. Because there's one old rusty plow somewhere deep in a garage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we don't. I don't even think we have snow plows on commission here. (laughs) They hook them to the the school buses or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so nice. We got a New York girl on our hands right now. See, I do know something I liked about it from the very beginning. Italian style (laughs) cooking, upstate. Granted, we are from the armpit of New York, Staten Island. Yeah, exactly. uh, We are from New (laughs) York. Nah, my dad lived there for a while. There's nothing wrong with that place. <laughs> Good people. Ah, cool. No, that's not. It's just like now it's a lot of traffic. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like <laughs> upstate true. 30 years ago. Now right. it's like, you know. <laughs> now they tear, tear down one beautiful house and build 17 semis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, <Aww. yeah>. Well. <laughs> so now do you, <laughs> do, do you have any other TV plans? Do you have the bug now? Or are you you're looking to do more TV? Or... Did you have your film? Uh, you know what? I I didn't have my film. I like it. I think it's great. Like it's so it's so cool to be able to do what you love and then just like be able to share that with as many people as possible. Like that's my, you know, that's my end all be all. That's what I want to do. I want to share, I want to share food with everyone. You know, <laughs> whether right, it be right. them so cook or me actually cooking for them. That's <laughs> all I care about. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, exactly. I want to start like my own, you know, I want to start my own channel. Like I want to do like a YouTube channel kind of thing and just like travel around and do like gourmet camping food with people and just, you know, just seriously, go, go for it. That's what you want to do. Just do it. Don't look back. Don't let anybody tell right. you any different. We, we were just talking <laughs> to a woman, uh, Annette, that listens to our show about, she said, well, you guys do your own show. We've tried it. It's just, we wish that we would have... Like, I wish I had a, a best friend that was a cameraman, well, the other thing a best too friend is, that was an editor, a best friend that was a sound guy. You and I are in our mid-40s. If we were 20-something years old again, it would be no problem for us to do that. Right, we'd shoot it in five <laughs> minutes on an yeah. iPhone. Yeah, but exactly. now it's like... <laughs> but now we're old, we're fat, we're slow, we got to friggin', you know, we got to work and pay bills to make a living, you know. Hey, but that's right. what you because you can just sit and talk and chill. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Well, this actually started out like two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah, I came over to Rob's house one day. And yeah, I was like, like, let's do a podcast. He's like, what's a podcast? And I'm like, I don't really know, but I looked it up and let's try it. And our yeah. first show we had. Yeah, I called about, up someone I knew that had a podcast. Yeah, they put us on that network. And I was like, wait a minute, I got a guy. Yeah, and we had like a listeners on our first yeah. shot. It was like, we did it in my kitchen. We filmed it. Yeah. And then... You know. We like to stand out in Wayne's world, like. <laughs> yeah. We really would. We like that's, to... that's awesome. Yeah, because I'm table of my house. I had pig ears on. I had a pig hanging from yeah, the ceiling. Pig. I had this backdrop and everything. The, and first, the first 20 episodes, Perfect. Rob had this uncanny thing of dressing up. I'm like, dude, we're on radio. Why are you dressing up? <laughs> Why are you sitting next to me in Lita Hosen? Getting in the And the next thing you come in with a skirt and a wig. <laughs> 
know, well, that's it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm a buffoon. But that's why I think hey. I get called for these shows because I just, I just say what's on my mind. Not, nothing bad with people. I just have a good time. I'm like the Absolutely. jolly. If you have fun, you can put you look. You want to do a YouTube channel? Go for it. Do it. If it's what you like and it's fun for you and and you have yeah. all the control over. Yes, exactly. So it's you awesome. Can do whatever yeah, you want. That's whether you have important. ten million, you know, people subscribing or five, it's all up to you. You do it. Yeah. And you have fun doing it. I mean, now I know I know <clears throat> this is a hard question, and I hate when people ask me this, but I gotta ask you, like, what's like your favorite thing to cook? What are you into cooking? Is it mostly like Italian <laughs> or pastas, or like what's your main thing that you love to do? I do hate when people um, ask me that. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. it depends on the occasion, honestly. Like, if I'm cooking for myself, um, <laughs> if I'm cooking for myself, my favorite thing in the whole world is avocado toast with eggs on top of it. Um, but if I'm going to cook nice. for, like, a group or something, definitely anything Italian. I love pasta. I like to make pasta by hand, so it's always, like, really impressive when you pull out the roller. Easy clam, easy clam. Like, I think I love this girl. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Making pasta by hand, that's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, it's fun. And, like, I've been doing that at a lot of, like, the, the cooking parties I've been having because um, people will sort of join in, and I can teach them, you know, the texture of the dough and how to it's connect everything. It's a great interactive I, thing to do. I, I've exactly. done a lot of in-house cooking parties and private catering events and things like that. And, you know, even if they mess it up, so wild, you run it through the machine, they get to play. It's like, yeah, give well, kids, like, it's like Play-Doh. Yeah. You know, so exactly. give a kid a piece of play exactly. and go, play with this. Make some pasta. It doesn't got to be perfect. the more you need it, the better. So, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's awesome. No, pasta's a good one. <laughs> so definitely Absolutely. That's where, when I teach my... Uh, preschool kids and stuff, that's what I do, the butter. I put heavy cream in a jar and have them, every kid shake it like crazy until it turns to butter. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get, that's how I entertain my troops. <laughs> it's good. I gotta try that with it. The ice cream with the salt yeah. is fun, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we had a churn butter on an episode of Hell's Kitchen. Let me tell you something, it wasn't very fun. No. Because it's a churn, all Turning the butter we needed to churn. My arm was like, I actually had freaking ice on my shoulder after that for like three hours. Yeah. Now, now, who were you? Who did was Aron Sanchez a guest judge on your episode? I'm I'm trying to remember. Yeah, um, yeah, Aron Sanchez was. He, um, him and Claudia actually, they cooked, um, they cooked like a little, like it was like a Latin themed, um, That's like right, a Latin yeah. themed basket, mystery basket that we had to pull from, which was kind of cool. <laughs> Now, yeah. are you happy you got them, or do you kind of wish you had gotten, like, Joe and uh, Joe Bastianich and what was his name? Uh, come on. Um, Gordon. Not Gordon. Graham. Graham. Graham, Graham. Elliott. Oh, Graham Elliott? Um, you know what? I don't know. I, I think Graham Elliott was, like, he was, like, a really, like, upbeat, fun guy, and, like, he, he gave really, really good advice and stuff when it came to your food. Like, and then he, he lost all the weight. Yeah, and then he lost all <laughs> the weight. And then he just, exactly. he just, I don't know, he disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared. He lost the weight. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, no, I was happy with. I liked. I liked having the guest judges because it kind of like, it was like a, a new challenge every time. Like we had Christina, we had Gordon, so that was like our constant. But having like a new person there every time, it's like you you didn't know how to play to their, you don't know how to play to what they like exactly. because you really don't know because it's a new person every time. So it made the challenge a little bit harder, which was kind of like it was cool. It was like a fun aspect. Right, because I love Aaron Sanchez. He's one of the nicest guys in person, cool to hang out with. He was my judge on season one of Chopped, so we both, like, oh, came nice, out yeah. together. <laughs> but he's a great guy. But, and, but the actual thing, 
um, with with uh, the guest judges for you guys, they actually taste the food. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they judge got into you, it. They got and into they it. stick around yep. for whoever gets kicked out. And which, a few of them actually had to cook a dish. Yeah, but on mine, it was yeah. like, oh, we got Reverend Run. All right, see you later. After four seconds of him doing nothing, it's like, see you later. I'm like, all right, great. And then I watch on TV that he had like one piece of cabbage in his mouth from my law. And, and he gave a laundry <laughs> list of things about it. I'm like, this is bull. You know, like, just give me give me some cool judges. Like, when I judge, and when me and you judge. Yeah, we get into it. Yeah, we eat. We, we, we pick talk it apart, about we get it. Into we tell it, them what's good. We tell the them what they should the do taste, a little better. Plating, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, well, best, we like, really enjoyed you need to we really enjoyed watching you, though. Like, you have great TV <laughs> presence. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, tell everybody. Yeah. Put me on TV, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Because, yeah. I mean, you. the thing is, you have to keep going. Yes. Oh, I'm definitely going to. I'm growing. I'm growing as, like, a person, um, definitely when it comes to food and stuff. Like, doing all these catering events and getting all these requests and stuff from different people, it's allowing me to try different cuisines and, like, explore, like, different – I mean, even, like, cooking for two people – it's it's like the portion size is even like a cool thing to work with. Let me ask you something if you don't mind me asking. How old are you now? Huh. I'm 22 years old. I turned 23. 22 years old. So you're still you're still young. You got the whole. At this age, you should be really impressed on how far you've already gone, and the things you've accomplished. And you got now is the time. The iron's hot. Strike. You got plenty of time. I think by the time you're age 25, 30 years old, you're going to be a powerhouse in this industry. Yeah. Right oh, that's what you might step <laughs> Thank you so much. 23 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awesome because when I was out filming Food Network, uh, she's a PA on, on movies, and she was out there doing a gig, and we I called her up. We hung out. It was the greatest thing ever. Very cool. Because I am not really 45. I am like a 23-year-old myself. Yes, me too. I'm like a 10-year-old. <laughs> I'm a child. There's no question about it. I am a child. All right, so Brittany, every week on the show, we do a top five. And this week's okay. top five, you know, today is National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. But, you know, who the hell eats okay. cream pies and stuff all the time? Who the hell knows what a raspberry cream pie is? Right, right. But, you know, I remember when I was a kid, there was a commercial, summer, summer fruits, it wouldn't be summer without them. And now we want to know what your top five summer fruits on out of a tier what's refreshing to you like what do you like to go and buy because there's certain ones i don't well, like to eat when it's hot out let's just do this for a second <laughs> all right so i'll make it real easy for you i got peaches nectarines um, yeah, okay. I like grapes. Okay. I'm going to slap them in the freezer and have some, you know, frozen grapes or whatever. Big oh, fan of the watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I love frozen grapes. I've been eating them a lot and frozen bananas, too. But, I mean, I like my watermelon. You like a frozen banana? Yeah. And I like, I'm not a big berry fan, but I like taking my berries and soaking them in vodka and making my own flavored vodka. I love soaking my berries. 
That's not Sorry. Good. You can inject a watermelon with a bunch of vodka, and that you know that's a good one too. You can take it to the beach. Right. And well, when we were kids, <laughs> when we were kids, we used to inject the uh, the vodka into oranges, and they figured it out one day ah. on a class trip when every one of us on the school bus was eating an orange. They thought it was kind of weird, <laughs> and we were all drunk. And we yeah. were, the trip never went anywhere. The bus <laughs> came back home. All our parents came there. We all got in trouble. And that well, was it. let me tell you, years ago when we were growing up. The spiked watermelon, someone always brought that to a party. Absolutely. Now you don't see it anymore, yeah, but I classic. did see the new cool <laughs> thing that they have. always bring a spiked watermelon to every barbecue we go to. Oh, all right, cool. But they have the spigots now that yeah. you screw into yeah. it, and then, you know, you, you, you take the, the hand blender and you whip it all up, and then you add all your booze, and then it's like a... It's like a whole like container in the urn or whatever you have. I actually, I actually <laughs> make that thing a hole in it and like, put the vodka yeah, in it. Yeah, put the vodka bottle up right. and let it Right, well, that's, that was old yeah. school. You drill the one hole let's, and you leave the bottle. Let's so. stick to the top five because I'm going to give you All a right. couple of. I like my one of my. my I'm going to give you my number one a white donut peach. My favorite all time fruit. You mean a white Those peach are donut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, wait, a peach donut. A, I mean, donut. a white donut that's peach. peach. <laughs> Yeah. Inject that with some vodka with me. Hold the peach. I just like donuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the peach and go with donuts. Chocolate <laughs> enough. I'm going to go white peach donut, watermelon, prickly pear. Okay. And I might go honeydew. Wow. Okay. You know what's bad, though? Some of the honeydews nowadays, they, they taste like they the smell of, of, the, of dill. Like the produce aisle always smells like dill. They're like hard and tasteless. I don't know what yeah. they're doing. I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, commercials, that's what they want. It's just so they look good on the shelf. <laughs> right, right, exactly. How about you, Brittany? What are your uh, faves? Uh, well, I'm a berry girl. I love berries. Um, I put berries in everything. Actually, I just made berry compote today, so any kind of berries. Blueberries are life. Um. I love watermelon. I go through like a watermelon a week. Sometimes <laughs> we just cut up a watermelon. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I, I should have said blackberry. I love that they make the seedless Ooh, ones now. When I was a kid, there was like five million black watermelons oh, seeds, <laughs> and it was horrible. It's like you sit there and butt, like nibble at it and then spit seeds all over the place. Well, you got a nice, sweet, perfect, ice cold watermelon seedless. You know what? That could almost be my number one too. I like salt. Salt. Yeah. Crazy. a little a little hot sauce. Hot sauce, yeah. A little hot sauce on Ooh, watermelon. I like if a, you haven't tried it, try it. I like feta cheese. I like feta cheese and watermelon. That's my fave. Yes. And even fresh mud. <laughs> fresh mud. I, I, I swear there to you God, go. you, Some of that too. <laughs> about ten years ago I did a grilled watermelon salad with feta, cherry peppers, and a couple of things I forgot. And everybody looked at me like I had nine heads. They thought I was just saying, that was one of the most popular fucking things that there is. Yeah. It is, it is. With like a balsamic, like a glaze or something. That's that's what you Absolutely. go for. And mint. Absolutely. What a minute. That is fantastic. <laughs> so classy. <laughs> so now I'm hungry. Um, well, we interrupted us. So we have the yeah, grapes, the berries, the watermelon. No, no, no. I'm trying to finish my five for you guys. But <laughs> I know. I um, said we interrupted okay, you. Too, right? sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I like grapes, too. Yeah, frozen grapes are really good. If you toss them, I know this is really weird, but if you toss them in Kool-Aid powder before you put them in the freezer, they turn into, yes. like, sour grapes. Yeah, they're really good. They're like a fun treat for kids. This girl too. is like definitely candy. going to in her career. There's yeah. no question about it. Yeah. You are going. <laughs> the fact that you're in love and talent, now you're dipping grapes in Kool-Aid. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, That's just cool. trying to make it a little elevated, right? 
Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, do you guys like, uh, let's see, I, I like, um, what do they call Asian pears. The ones that are kind of like apples, like those yes. really tender skin, super crispy. Yeah. Those are really good, too. I'm, I'm a big I fan of those. I can't pomegranate. But it's not a summer fruit. Oh, pomegranates. Yeah, they don't, well, yeah. no, no, they're not summer, are they? they they're a little no, bit it's later. actually more November. It yeah. starts, I think, November, yeah. October, November. A little more fall. But, you know, it came in my yeah, head. Yeah, we have a tree in my backyard. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good one. Do you really? <laughs> it's available all year round now, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, everything is. I mean, but we used to call them Chinese apples. Chinese we apples. Kids. So you really have a pomegranate tree in your backyard? Yeah, in Vegas, it actually thrives. Um, we planted it when I was, like, I think 10, and it's still around, and it produces some really big fruit, which is kind of cool. Kenneth's chicken in the pool. Uh, she got a pomegranate tree. She's dipping grapes in Kool-Aid. She's making homemade <laughs> pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so cool. What, what can I say? No. <laughs> well, you are. You are. But, um, all right, well, cool. I mean, that's, that's a good one. I like, I like you know what nobody says? Chocolate kiwi. Like, I, I do love a good kiwi. Kiwi's all right. I know Kiwi too many people weird. that are allergic to it for some reason. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I don't think I've ever heard anyone allergic to kiwis. That's pretty new. Nobody Unless I'm making it up. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I, I remember every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to put a kiwi. Someone sells allergic. We got a shit pile of, of comments on Facebook. A lot of people saying cantaloupes, cherries. Nobody's in cherries or white. Oh, I forgot cherries. I used those to my gout for crazy yeah. sakes. That's number five. <laughs> yeah, cherries. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, cool. I used to... Yeah. In New York. I like uh, them dipped in uh, iced tea mix. <laughs> well, how about the figs, the fresh figs? Okay. Figs, yes. Figs are a good figs, one. Figs, I know they're a summery thing, but they strike me as like prunes, like winter <laughs> winter prunes. Yeah, but there's something <laughs> that I see. When I was a kid picking that fig off the, my grandfather's tree and wrapping it with a little fresh prosciutto and some shaved friggin' primolone, oh. it was fantastic. So good. That sounds amazing. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> well, Clem's famous for making healthy things unhealthy. So I love yeah. that fresh fig <laughs> wrapped in suet. <laughs> wrapped in bacon fat, just lawn, you know, baked into Coated a triple in chocolate bacon cake. Bacon. Baked into a triple chocolate fudge cake. And then we can fry it. Don't forget to pizza. fry it. <laughs> Well, oh, well, that's what, you know, that's, that's healthy. You see frying that stuff. All right. Use a peanut oil. Yeah, I use peanut oil. It's healthy. Yeah. That's All right, Filipina, real quick, your top five. Strawberries. Okay. Nobody said strawberries either. Raspberries. Well, berries in yeah. a hole. Yeah. Berries. Any, any, any berry on the very tree. That's strawberry, raspberry. Good. Blueberries, juniper berries. Do you know strawberries and raspberries are part of the rose family? Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't I know like that. Pe- yeah. I like peaches. Did you know that Sean Cassidy ate oh, strawberries? <laughs> Especially peaches and white wa- red wine. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Peaches and wine, sure. Um, I like <laughs> oranges. Orange. Nobody said oranges either. Yeah, That's citrus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the citrus fruit one. summary. Big grapefruits are out now. I love grapefruits. Yeah, I love ruby red Papaya. grapefruits. One of my favorite. Actually, you know what? I'm retracting one of my answers. I'm going number two, ruby red grapefruit. Now, do you have a grapefruit knife and a grapefruit spoon in your house? Absolutely. Yes, me too. I, I don't know why. The big dags on the side. Those are so cool. Yeah. Papaya. Papaya. All right. 
And my all-time favorite is watermelon. All right. All right. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stick in the cantaloupe and the honeydew. Don't mean it's in a top 36 right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of wind, couple like, of winter um, fruits in there, a couple of cheeses. I, I, I like fruit. My thing in the summer is fruit. Now we got, we did get, I did get a dehydrator. I tried some yes. fruit, and I got to tell you, the dried, beautiful dried strawberries were fantastic. We did kiwi, we did orange, we did banana. Do like in the fall when you go apple picking, you know, everyone gets like eight bags of apples and says they're gonna make a thousand things, and then they just rot in the bag. Yeah, yeah I right dry. <laughs> My apples are like, great. They're fantastic. The trick is to squeeze a little lemon juice on all this when they kind of right. turn a little bit. Yeah. You got to put a little lemon juice on it. But I even did dried lemon, which was skin and all. Uh-huh. I got a paper thin and I dried, dried the lemon. I put a little sugar on it and it kind of dried. And it was just phenomenal. Nice. Like a chip. You yeah. Should, that, you should put that in for the Lay's flavor. Yeah. Lemon. <laughs> dried lemon yeah. Lay's. Lemon garlic. <laughs> Well, you know the Italians invented no, the it's, pieces, it's... right? <laughs> I, thought I got the thing right. The Italians invented everything. According to me, the Italians, we made everything. Yeah. Well, Except that's pop. true. <laughs> Except pop. They see me. Yeah, whoa, whoa, hey, oh, the Chinese invented by don't, don't think it's the Chinese people with their friggin' noodles. It was the Italians. Oh, oh, I was just going to pick up Chef Louie. Hung up on him. So, <laughs> all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he would have he would have picked up this guy calls us every week and decides to unwrap something in the loudest paper. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> well, I mean, in the middle of dinner service, the line cooking would drop in ten sweat tape hands at one time yeah. as he's dialing our phone number. <laughs> Which is great. We don't mind. You know, but, you know. the accent. <laughs> exactly. Right, well, um, Brittany, we have uh, one of our listeners, Annette, on the line. We, we want to introduce you to Annette. She's to listen to us a couple of weeks ago and uh now she's like part of the show and that's say hello to Brittany. nice hey Brittany. you have some wonderful ideas and god bless you and good luck on your career because you're going to be taking care of me when i'm like no teeth and dominant so. <laughs> wow thank you so much and yes hire me anytime i'll come make you <laughs> i need somebody to no teach teeth. you to make pasta by hand so that would be wonderful Oh, absolutely. I could do that with my eyes closed. It's a good one. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, I'm a, I'm a willing student, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, absolutely. thank you. And by the way, top five fruit, pineapple, peaches, pineapple, peaches, figs, kiwi. There's your kiwi and cherries. So. Pineapple. I'm sorry. I forgot no one said mm-hmm. pineapple either. There's a couple I love of people on Facebook that said pineapple. All right. It's so many fruits. It's so hard to pick. When you clean a pineapple... Did you ever save the skin of it and make it's a Puerto Rican condiment called vinagre? It's fantastic. No. You boil you boil the pineapple skins in water, then you set that aside. And in the mason jar, you put whole garlic, some sliced onion, peppercorns, a bay leaf, some you know hot peppers like cut, and uh, some herbs. Then you put salt, cider vinegar. And then pour that pineapple water over it, and you let it sit for a, a couple of days, and it's awesome on everything. It's like a a fresh, pungent like vinegar. It's like it's great on fries and everything. They put wow, it on that everything. Wow, that sounds super good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah check check it really out. Good. Like Google it. It's vinagre or whatever. It's almost like vinaigrette, but it's vinagre. 
And uh-huh. I actually okay. learned it from. I'm um, just joking you with that name, right? I think it's really vinegar, and you're calling it vinagre. Remember Daisy Martinez on Daisy Cooks on like um, PBS? Yeah. Well, she was from Staten Island. She was a woman from okay. Staten Island, housewife. Her husband was a cop. She went to like some one of those six month schools up in Manhattan and learned how to make a TV show. And then she got picked up and. And then Imagine she made some dressings with oil and vinaigre. Vinaigre. I'm telling you, it's great. Like, vinaigre. Ooh, yeah, it's great. It's like, and then you really feel good because, you know, you take the top of your pineapple and plant it in a pot and let that grow. And then you use the skin. And then I, I like the pineapple cores myself. I like it. I love, it was funny. As a kid, you, everybody cut out the core. I love the core. Yeah. The Same core is cabbage. very crunchy. The yeah. actually, who told me? Uh, Alejandro, the guy on the show too. Um, he um, he actually got eliminated last week because of his cake. Poor guy. <laughs> um, yes. But he yeah. um, he was the first one to show me the, to eat the core. Yeah, we always cut it out when I was younger because it was always kind of like this hard sort of chewy thing. But if you cut it the right way and throw some lime and tahini on there, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, super good. Then you oh. take that, you dip it in Kool-Aid, you throw it on tights with pizza, then you deep fry it. It's even better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really you like that Kool-Aid, that Kool-Aid mix. I like that Kool-Aid mix yeah. trick, and I'm going to do that. Now, do you have any yeah, really cool. flavor of Kool-Aid that you use? Uh, cherry, like the cherry one's really sour, so it makes them like sour cherry, or like sour grapes, which yeah, is kind of like a, like a sour patch kit or something, which is sort of cool. Um, yeah, green grapes with that. cherry powder is that is well, you know what else I do with cherry Kool-Aid? Do you ever have the uh, cherry coolicles? You, you make pickles, but then you take your brine, drain the brine mm-hmm. out, and do the extra strong cherry Kool-Aid with it, and then pour it back in. And they turn bright red. That's They're great cool. on pulled pork. They're great with, like, a white barbecue sauce. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> can even do the yeah, big ones to, if like, I'm on a stick. Now I don't pickles, know if I want to pickle with uh, Kool-Aid or grape. Fruit. What was that, Brittany? Oh no, yeah, I I know about the Kool-Aid and the pickle thing. We used to just dip pickles in, in grape Kool-Aid powder. I don't know what. <laughs> kind of a weird thing, but <laughs> that was the old Kool-Aid, right there. Like fun dip. Yeah. Yeah. I like think it's Stone of Move right there. <laughs> like you, let's dip this pickle in some Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, that's when the best ideas come out. So <laughs> don't be close-minded. Absolutely. <laughs> <Really> Absolutely. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> nice. So uh, so what's next on your agenda? Um, I'm actually catering a gig tonight. Um, I have a group of 10 ladies. They're um, having like a little like a little work party and I'm doing like small plate appetizers for them, a couple of desserts and a, like a little cocktail and stuff. And yeah, just come now, over what, and cook what them and hang out with everyone. What are you making? Yeah, what are you making? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, the menu, um, I'm doing like spring, bread, like spring rolls. Kool-Aid. I got a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no sweet breads. <laughs> no, this is a, it's a pretty simple meaty. one. Um, <laughs> no, nah, no pickles and Kool-Aid today. I don't, I don't know if the girls would like that. <laughs> Actually, um, a Kool-Aid with like, wouldn't be a bad idea. Homemade pasta with Kool-Aid. That's kind of cool. Yeah. If you mix it in with the, if you mix it in with the actual dough, it'll change the color of it maybe and get some cool Absolutely. flavors. Absolutely, that's going. what that I was thinking. Kind of you mix it in with the actual dough. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try you that. Try <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cool. I like it. 
All right, well, we keep um, interrupting yeah, you on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> That's what happens when, you know, you're Italian. Everyone talks at the same time. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Exactly. It's the only way you guys <laughs> understand each other. Hey, yo, yeah, whoa, exactly. hey, take it easy with the you when guys you... over there. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Very sensitive, sensitive subject over here. <laughs> Um, okay, but yeah, so my menu, here we go. Uh, I'm making some spring rolls, um, some vegetarian spring rolls, uh, just tofu, and I made like a like a soy chili garlic sauce to kind of pour in there, some vermicelli, um, carrots, and romaine, um, just rolled up in these little cute mini spring rolls with like a, a peanut dipping sauce, very classic. Um, I'm doing like a little, uh, like a tortilla crisp. Um, I'm making a, a mango avocado, like a mango guac, I guess, um, with a chili lime shrimp on top of there. Um, nice. Yeah, something like small bites, crispy, you know, citrusy, got it all going on. Uh, what else am I doing? I don't even remember. I have to go get my menu. <laughs> I'm, like, in the process of it. Oh, the dessert is <laughs> fun, though. I'm doing, uh, like, berries and cream, like, mini galettes. And um, I'm doing uh, chocolate espresso truffles. And what else? Oh, I made uh, these really cool lemon bars. I'm kind of experimenting with lemon bars. So these are, like, mini lemon bars, which is sort of fun. So, yeah. You are That's kind of what we got going on. Nice. Sorry. Now I heard you were making. You, you said mango, a mango guac. Did you ever yeah. do half avocado and half sweet green peas for your guac? No, I don't. Uh, I just do strictly guac. It's almost like a kind of like a. I make like a pico de gallo sort of beforehand, like a red right. onions and tomatoes, and you know everything. I let it sort of like marinate and sit, and then I just smash the guacamole with some salt and mix it together. I've never done That's exactly kind of what I do. Yeah, I I love stuff in my guac. I'm not a plain green, but if you mix green peas in it, like, you know, whip them up in like a Roboku or something and mix it Mm -hmm. in, it makes it bright green and it's got such a great flavor. Like, you still have the guac flavor, but you have like a sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, the Italian Yeah. It was called bruschetta before the, the, the Mexicans called <laughs> oh, it. Okay. It was called bruschetta. You know what that is? That's bruschetta. They took out the basil and they added some cilantro and they called it Pico de Gallo and it's criminal motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to tell you, I might steal bruschetta because that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Who you want me to kill, guy? I don't know. Pick that guy. What? Pick that guy over there. Hey, oh, Unreal. All right. Well, I think we got a, another caller for you. Let's see who it is. Okay. Oh, it is. All right. Hello. You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, guys. It's Tina. What's going on? What's up, Tina? How Hi, you doing? I just wanted a couple things. Uh, Brittany, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, you made Central New York proud. You oh, represented thank you so well. Much. Um, my question for you that that I wanted to ask is, what was it like to cook at Nick Nappy's wedding? Oh man, uh, it was pretty amazing. Just getting the honor of being able to cook at someone's wedding because that's like the most important day of your life. And having a bunch of random strangers cook food for your whole family and all their guests. Um, that's pretty intense. Uh, so it's definitely especially since you guys were just getting to know each other anyways right yeah exactly so you know cooking with strangers (laughs) for a stranger's wedding uh was definitely it was a little it was a little intense um and it was really windy that day like everything was blowing over and I was being I got burned like it was it was crazy um but it was a really fun time and it really got you um 
to focus. You had to learn how to focus and stay kind of together as a team, even though we had some issues there. Um, but you know, awesome. it was really, yeah, it was you guys really definitely had a lot of obstacles. Did you get to meet any yeah. of the former contestants that were at the wedding? Um, not really. We got to kind of uh, we we sort of went over to their table and got to say hi to them. Um, but we never really got to sit down and talk to them. Uh, the only packed contestant that I really got to know was Claudia, because um, she got to actually come on the show and cook with us, which was cool. So. Yeah, oh, that's, see, that's awesome. the weird yeah. thing. That's what they do. They have all these people on there. The contestants. Everyone's like, oh, it must have been great meeting them. No, we never got to talk to them. They shoved yeah. us out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal. Well, it's like you know, that should be part of it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But we had Nick yeah. Nappy on our show, like, last year, I believe. Yeah, Nick Nappy was on. Yeah, pretty cool dude. Well, we had a lot of I wonder if yeah, he had a pay for them to cook for his nice. <laughs> Or if he saved, how much <laughs> money did he save having Ness the Chef? He got paid wedding. to actually do the appearance on TV. Yeah. They made money in the wedding. Oh, nice. Surprised the Italians ever thought Hey, of. sign me up for that. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to get married, but I might get married just to have, you know, Food Network uh, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tina, what's going on? Well, the usual, you know, just trying to trying to keep you guys busy, trying to book you some good guests and keep promoting oh, the show. a fantastic uh, job right here. Brittany is one of our top three favorite guest so far in three years. Absolutely. I think so. Wow. I think so. Yeah, that's right. Well, it could I'm be honored. number one. I'm sure it could be number one because of the Kool-Aid thing. Give me a feeling. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> the Kool-Aid thing gave you a lot of props. That yeah. homemade pasta, you know, you put you right up there. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure if this call is for you. We're going to pick it up and say hello. You're okay. chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't remember the Vault of Metal phone number? Good Lord, brother. Hey, Raven. <laughs> you always have so yeah, many, like... It's Raven. Uh, what's up, Raven? How you doing? Uh, not bad, guys. Can you guys hear me all right? Because I checked this earlier and everything was fine. We yeah, well, everything was fine. I can hear you. Just before, you, just when you first said hello, it looked like you were... T- Singing into a McDagula Doro coffee can. <laughs> As a matter of fact, well, you're good, good though. You're good. Well, I, I've been testing the Vault of Metal phone line, you know, now that I got the studio, the show's going back on the air this week. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, Raven, you got, uh, we got Brittany and Craig here from Master Chef. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? You know, she just gave us the breakthrough, greatest idea in the world. Is <laughs> to use Kool-Aid powder as like an as like a. It's so spice. simple, but it's such a it's like a mind blowing idea right there. I think it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, that. When I'm getting my leg amputated <laughs> from diabetes, I'm gonna be like, ah, I remember when Brittany told us yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's you know. all good. It's all good. Hey, anything cold in the summer is a damn good thing, especially on the East Freaking yeah. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> the humidity is just awful. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but summer in Vegas ain't much better. I had to do an event out there in 2008 and it sucked. <laughs> Man, I I fell asleep last night and it was 96 degrees when I fell asleep. That's not Ooh, normal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, no humidity. Let's get a sunburn at midnight. 
Listen, yeah, I haven't turned off my air conditioning since 1972. <laughs> 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 my favorite summer food is stew because it's so ice cold in my house. Yeah. I make winter food. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. As long as I pay my electric bill, that's all I care about because yeah, I can't live without air. Even in the winter, my air conditioning's on. Yeah. I grew I up where, yeah, I grew up where we didn't have air conditioning, and then we finally got it, but in the middle of the night, my mother would sneak in and turn it off and open the yeah, window. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even joking. My air conditioning has not been turned off since 1972. Yeah. It's just, it's never turned off. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know what it's like to, to show hoarders, when they interview the people, and they're always like, well, I grew up poor, I never had anything, so I just started buying tons of stuff when I grew up. I hoard cold air. Yes. I have essential okay. air. And then in my bedroom, I have the central air going, a box air conditioner in the window, and two fans and a ceiling fan. All righty. I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm aged meat hanging in, <laughs> hanging in my room. Now you know why I miss Wyoming and Oregon. Oh. <laughs> you know, nothing like a Wyoming winter when it gets down to minus 40. Ah, crazy, crazy. Ooh. You know what? I'll take, I, I think I'll fall asleep to 96. The negative numbers scare me a little bit. I, you know, like oh, my uh, my aunt used to live in Minnesota, and she used to have to, like, cover her face because you'll get frostbite if you walk outside. So you'd rather, that's, you'd that's rather be hot than cold then? See, that's yeah. why you say I'd rather be cold than hot, but I'd rather not have frostburn. Like, I need, like, a okay. good, like a, like, a 65. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Well, then you'd like Oregon, because when I left there, it was a, a balmy 68 degrees uh, 7th of July with no humidity. Dang, that's beautiful. <laughs> I like LA, too, though. California's got some beautiful weather as well, and it's, it's kind of year-round, so I'm like yeah. LA at yeah. this point. <laughs> LA's not bad, but, I mean, you know, if, if, if you wanted to recycle something, you could get half the people in LA and get at least $12 back. Dang. <laughs> Oh, way, oh, way. All right, well, on the show, we, we do a food fight every week. Yeah. But since this okay. isn't really food, yeah, would I, you I, like hot or cold? So hold on for one sec. All right. It's time <laughs> for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. I mean, Brittany was saying it, and uh, and and Raven and stuff. Would you rather? It do you like the hot weather or do you like the cold weather? I gotta go cold. I'm a fat guy. Cold? I like the summertime. I don't know. Uh, See, I enjoy the cold <laughs> weather, but I I like the hot. I like going to the beach and stuff like that. But I just like my room being nice. But, but here's sleep. the thing: as a chef, when you're working in a kitchen, it's 94 degrees out. It's 103 in the kitchen, and you go outside, it's 100 degrees. I want to go outside the kitchen and have it be 35 degrees outside. But that's what a walk-in is for. <laughs> Thank you. Right, exactly. Yeah, I about to say that. My last restaurant, my office was in the walk-in box. I kid you not. I had a desk and a chair inside the walk-in box. <laughs> And that's where I did my no, food purchase, my paperwork, and my payroll. Was right in the walking box. That's the best. You just wear your sweatshirt in there. You can hang out there all day. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, I think I'm going to go, and if, this is weird. It's going to sound weird, but I am going to go hot, only because I have no AC in my truck, so I drive it around with the windows open. How it do doesn't do bother it? me. As long as I'm moving and the wind's blowing, I'm fine. But I work in kitchens, man, and it doesn't bother me that it's a million degrees. Like, I enjoy I it. Do it. I, I, enjoy, do it. I don't like humidity and, and chafing and sweating like that. Like, if I'm trying to go to a wedding and I'm sweating in the suit and stuff like that, it's disgusting. But then there's always air conditioning. When it's too boy. cold, it's hard to get warm when it's too cold. Because I also don't have heat yeah, in my Yeah, but that's truck. when you got to snuggle and get them in a blanket and use some body heat. Uh, no, no, then it's like now you're sticking to me. All right. But <laughs> I don't have heat in my truck either. So I've driven around. I've been stuck in traffic when it's below zero, and it sucks. And I drive around in the summer, and I'll, I, I'll do hot. I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. I'm going hot weather. Clem's going cold. All right. Let me just write this <laughs> down now. <laughs> we got a tally going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't have time to do it on uh, on on Facebook right now, but uh, I like hot. Brittany's hot. Clem's cold. Philomena, what do you like? Cold. Cold. All right. Would you rather be hot or cold? Yeah. And uh, Raven, yeah. would you say you wanted to? Uh... I'm with the cold, man. I'm sorry, you just cannot wear a leather jacket in the summer. And hey, well, you know, sure you can. Axel Rose also probably had thirty fans on the stage. Yeah, you know, Axel Rose also probably had thirty fans on the stage. Nah, I'm sorry. I've done the leather jacket in the summer and had the heat stroke. No, thank you. I like cold weather because you can always put more clothes on than take off, and ain't nobody want to see that on me. Listen, I'm very well insulated. The cold weather doesn't bother me. <laughs> That's right, and you know the worst part about going to the frickin' beach isn't the isn't getting out of the water afterwards. It's the hippies trying to push me back in to set me free. Oh my god! <laughs> Dang. So Tina, how about you? Do you like it hot or cold? I'm hot weather person. I, I you can always go swimming. You can always go in the air conditioning. I hate up New York, upstate New York winters. I don't like shoveling. I don't like the bitter cold. <laughs> Brittany, you're lucky that you don't live here anymore. You would hate these winters. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I'm not sure if I ever asked you this, Tina, but upstate, like around Utica, I remember my girlfriend Mary's grandfather died, and they couldn't bury him for seven months because they said the ground was too frozen. Is that true? That's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Bad. that. Bad. <laughs> I'm like, where do they put this guy? Why don't you just put him outside? <laughs> Oh, no, they don't just God. put them outside. But, yeah, it, it, it's cold like that where the ground is so frozen that you do have to wait until late spring, early summer to do that. Ooh. It's absolutely true. That's really sad. God, we're living in the year 2016. They can't get a backhoe that works in, in frozen ground? So what do you do with a body that's got to go with the ground? They keep them on ice. Oh, oh yeah. I'm moving upstate. I'm going to open up a giant walk-in <laughs> for dead people. Well, why even do that? Just wait till it's winter and put them in the backyard. Yes, Bobby Flay's at the Mets game right now. My my fiance uh, just pointed that out. He just saw Bobby Flay on TV. She's like, "Is he at the Mets game?" Yes, he is. Nice, Bobby Flay. Oh, Bobby Flay. Flay. <laughs> yeah, he's your favorite. I know. Taste. 
He, he, is he throwing out the opening pitch and it landed like a foot in front of him because he threw it like with a limp wrist? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like Bobby. It's just, you know. Nice. I just uh, found out that he has a giant, a ugly right red ball. cat. He loves yes, his cat, Nacho. Cat. I don't know. I think were, were they it, serious I, with those cats? Did they bring those cats with them when they when they I do their shows? Out. They keep them in the dressing room. I would have stepped on that thing. I would have fucking crushed that thing. I'm not a cat person. I'm not a cat hater, but I don't like cats at all. <laughs> I'm allergic to them. I think they're Stevie, and I think. Only two people should own them. Both hoarders and, 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 and villains. But the cats are good villain, cats cats like cats. No wonder I like cats. <laughs> if you have a small face, a little... the cat is cool. It's companionship. Cats are nice. I know. I just, you know what? They freak me out. Cats freak me out because they always just have moody. to be in another room for no apparent reason at, at the like. <laughs> You know, like, it's like, hey, I'm here, and zing, I'm over there. And it skis me. There's a, a restaurant supply company around me, and they have cats walking all over all of the stuff. I don't like it. Oh, that's kind of gross. Okay. And I don't but like. I mean, if cats are walking on products, then I'm not okay with that. But if they're walking right. on your or house, the kitchen counters, <laughs> or the table. Oh, look at how cute he is when I do my electric can opener. He walks all over where you're about to eat. Do you like cats and Chinese food? Yes, I, I enjoy a good, a, you know, a, a good, uh, a good right. Siamese, <laughs> sesame Siamese, a good Siamese lo mein. Yeah. So, all right, well, Aww, let's, let's check funny. here if anybody commented. We got a hot weather. We got, a we got another cold. hot weather. What do you got there, Clemmy? I, I just posted it. We got too cold. Yeah, wow, it's hot. <laughs> too cold wow. and hot. And yeah. cold. So, uh, Brittany, are we holding you from your party right now? What time I mean, it's prep to... right now. I, I need to go. <laughs> I do need to go start working on some stuff. Um, but I'm having fun talking to you guys, so. All right. Awesome. awesome. Well, you are welcome to call in every week if you want. Every Monday night we do this. We always get okay. different chefs together, and we just, you know, just Yeah, there's always the a hell you know? kitchen or a master chef person calling up and checking in from time to time. I believe that. I don't know. Are you a fan of DeAndre? Were you friends with DeAndre? I'm friends with DeAndre now, actually. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> All right, good, because I think he's going to be on next week. Yes, he hey, confirmed awesome. with me just a little while ago. He is going to call in next week. He will be our guest. Oh, all right, great. All right. So, Brittany, well, you're cool. more than welcome to call in next week with DeAndre. Sweet, I will. All right, awesome, cool. awesome. <laughs> All so, right, guys, by well, the yeah, way, I we forgot to go. ask you. We forgot yeah. to ask you. How can people get in touch with you? Do you have a website? Yeah, What's your Twitter handle and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, my Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm an Instagram freak. I post a lot of selfies, so just a little warning <laughs> for now. Um, but my Instagram is uh, it's Hey Craig. So it's H E Y Y underscore C R A I G G. Um, that's a good one to get me on. Um, Wait, what was that? Hey, Craig? Hey, Craig. Yeah, hey, Craig, like the, the movie Friday, you know, when they're like, hey, Craig. Right. That's, yeah. It's been my All thing right. since I was little. That's what everyone does to me. So, <laughs> And, um, yeah, my Facebook is uh, Brittany Morgan Craig. And um, you'll see me. I have my little, like, MasterChef apron on. So it's, it's hard to hard to miss. <laughs> now, do you uh, do Twitter at all? 
I do Twitter as well. Um, I believe my Twitter is – I'm new to Twitter. I know that's kind of scary for a millennial, but um, I'm, I'm kind yeah, of bad at it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I um, just started it probably – I mean, I did a little bit here and there, but since Food Network started, I got into it, and I swear to God, I yes. didn't know this many people knew who the hell I was. It's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool, yeah. No, my Twitter, uh, my Twitter is um, at Craig underscore Cooks, so C-R-A-I-G underscore C-O-O-K-S. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, website, sure, sure. or is you just doing your Facebook and stuff for now? Um, website under construction. Um, I'll definitely be posting that on uh, my social media sites um, when I get that going. Um, but for now, yeah, it's just got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter going. <laughs> yeah, ha- and do hashtag Kool-Aid craze. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the Kool-Aid great. That's the new thing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be trending. I'm telling you. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Cool. All right, well, I mean, I, I, I just feel guilty that we're keeping you around. You know, I don't uh, it's want, okay, I don't it's want okay. All right. All right, cool. So I just wanted uh, you to get those things out, just way in case you had to run or something, if you're, if you're burning burning something. or. No, that would only be us. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to go start. i got to roll up these spring rolls, so it's going to take me a minute. So <laughs> I'm going to go. Brittany, right. thank you so much well, for coming on the show. Yes, Brittany, by all means, thank you so much. You're awesome. Congratulations on MasterChef, and good luck tonight at your party, and definitely call in next week. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Brittany. All right, everybody, this is Brittany Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ciao, baby. All right. Yeah, nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, that was was freaking cool. Absolutely. I'm going to use Kool-Aid. I mean, I've been using Kool-Aid and stuff, but, you know. All right, let's, let's what, just try to catch What, are you going on Jim Jones diet? Yeah, Jimmy Jones. All <laughs> <laughs> you need them Elvis sunglasses. <laughs> I tell you so what, can I tell you um, the best thing that I've ever had that had Kool-Aid in it? What? Dairy Queen used no. to have a Sunday called the Grape Kool-Aid Explosion. It was white soft serve, you know, vanilla soft serve ice cream with great Kool Aid in it and Pop Rocks. Oh. And it was that needs amazing. To make a comeback. <laughs> I that needs to make a comeback. There aren't any Dairy Queens around here. There used to be. A whole bunch down here and out west. Yeah, well, you know what it is? Like the Carvels and all these cool little shops kind of shut down. I mean, Rita's Ice used to be all over the place, and Dairy Queen, and I mean, because <clears throat> a lot of them turned into, now it's like a McDonald's with Sundays on the side, you know, like the Dairy Queen is doing all chicken fingers and this and that, so the little ice cream shops have probably closed up. Well, and that's, up here, it's all mom and pop stores. It's all locally owned. Everybody has their own little niche, something different that they serve, that they're all really good. You try them all, but there's no chain. Oh, see, that's what I meant. I, I wish like that. I lived with a main street where everything, you know, you want to go get a suit, you have the guy make it for you down there. And then you got, you know, like the Woolworths and all that. Like, well, there are places like that. You just got to go to Middle America, man. We're, right. we're in the wrong friggin' place. I keep saying that. We're absolutely in the wrong friggin' place. <laughs> we used to have, you know, like Port Richmond Avenue and New North Lane were all like that, you know? Nice. But yeah, Noodle Plane. We, yeah. we used to have it, but all these chains killed it. And now 
now you look at everything is a chain. Everything is a chain. The Applebee's, the Fridays, the this, the that. Tuesdays, Kids don't even the Thursdays, the Mondays. Yeah. Forget it. Oh, but and see up here, we've gone the opposite direction. The chains don't come here as much. And like I said, I, where I live in Rome, it used to be an Air Force base, so there was a lot more population. Right. It went from over 45,000 to about 20,000 people. So a lot of, like I said, there used to be a Dairy Queen, but the people that owned that then now own their own place, and it's just gone to all locally owned businesses. There really are very few chains here. That's pretty cool. And it's actually kind of nice. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's The great. money's staying local instead of going to chains. Right. Yeah, Which the means, recipe is, is pretty simple. Somebody else should just make the damn thing. <laughs> right, right. It's it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, oh, got another cold here. And, oh, look at that. It's like almost a dead tie here. Hot, cold, be bold. Two toes. <laughs> we got a little second hand from Clem, I think, from before. <laughs> yeah. It should be feeling good right about now, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Oregon. <laughs> nice, nice. Much time spent in heat. Yeah, well, a guy, TJ, that used to work with me forever in kitchen, say cold, because it was too much time spent in the heat. So, you know, he works in, he used to work in kitchens, and now he works on rapid transit. So he's out on the train tracks and shit in this heat. So that's, that's just crazy. That's um, brutal. I actually worked yeah. in a kitchen. It was a local place up here that was so old and so poorly insulated that you had to wear a coat in the kitchen in the winter. All right. The really? chef, the dishwasher, everybody. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, it was freezing in there. It was, it was brutal up there sometimes. Right. Well, I mean. And climb yeah, on another four hours north of that. Yeah, that must have been really crazy. Wow. So I, I got to ask this question to Philomena because I'm reading the comments on Facebook, and it says, what are your favorite fruits to eat? And Philomena's comment is, big, big you cantaloupes. <laughs> what is the big big you cantaloupe? Big big cantaloupe. <laughs> Was that supposed to be short gasoline? She cantaloupe? likes your man boobs. <laughs> That's what I was trying to read. Big Why big you, you cantaloupe. So I, um, Tina, I was looking in the uh, the chat room. This Christopher Johnson guy. See, he's from Brazil. Y- yeah, I'm trying to figure out who he is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got a message out to Rich Mancini trying to figure out exactly who this guy is. So he was a friend. He's of saying Steve, he's no? a friend of Stephen Lee, Stephen Lee's. He also said that he knows Rich and he's he's met Rich, and he also said he's coming here to Utica to visit. So I'm trying to figure out who this guy is. He also said he was coming yeah, to New York. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fly. He said he's gonna fly us all to Brazil to be on his show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's go. Nice. So I can get a little Brazilian accent in there. So he took a trip to Chicago and he showed him around. Hey, who knows? I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll let you know. I, the jury's still out what on this one. I, I, I check on everybody. It's really a 14-year-old huh? girl. The biggest TV show is being catfish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you should be surprised. 
how many people contact me? And Vin, Vince Leone and, and I have, have uh, left about this many times. They'll contact us. And they, they're convinced that we've been on Hell's Kitchen, Master Chefs, Top Chefs, and, and they think that we're celebrities. And it gets to the point where you just go, thank you, and you feed right into it because I hate correcting people. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah, I was on Hell's Kitchen. I beat so-and-so. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You were wonderful. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> Well, you know what I get all the time from Chef Lou, who's our friend, tells people all the time, oh, you know him from, uh, you know, Rob from Top Chef, Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, I was on none of those, Lou. The Iron One, the, uh, he never knows. I'm like, it was chopped. Cutthroat Kitchen. What is the one you're on now? Like the, uh, I'm like, oh my God, you're the worst. The worst. So, I don't know. So, I've been on half of them, and I didn't even do anything. It's awesome. Yeah, not bad. But I do get some crazies contact me, and I'm like, uh, delete. I'm not, not yeah, talking one, to you. One TV pilot I did even had to do with food, even though it was a radio show. When we had Chubby Checker and Dexter Morgan from Chris Angel cook pizza against each other in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Some of the fun of my hairy ass run, wandering, running around the country. <laughs> I just eat y'all's food. I nobody wants to put me on TV. <laughs> I've been on TV and still nobody wants to put me on TV. Yeah, same here, but still. Don't feel bad. I always end up on the cutting room floor for some reason. I don't know why. I guess because I'm pretty. Because I'm always on TV against my will. Me too. Well, then stop breaking the law. When you start hearing the bad voice theme, stop what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, uh... All right. Well, I believe we have a clear winner right now for the food fight. By two. It's hot weather. Wow. Okay. Yes. I mean, later on, when there's like 170 on each of our uh, our pages, uh, my phone goes off all night now because I never put these on. I never put them on my page. I just started, and now it's like crazy. But kind of, kind of digging uh, the interactions now. But you know what? Let's get a little quick because we didn't do this. Let's get a little news in quick. CTO News with Big and a quick one. It says, a few days ago, according to our buddies at foodbeast.com, a few days ago, Taco Bell announced that it's going to test out its Cheetos Cheeto Burritos. And basically what it is, it's their version of a walking nacho, man, walking around nacho. Cheetos Burritos, man. Gotta love it. I I think, you know what? I am not a fan of Taco Bell at all, but I am impressed with their Dorito-flavored taco shell. And I think I would try this. I love Taco Bell commercials. Yes. Because the food looks fantastic. When yes. you get it, it looks like I opened up a hot diaper. Yes. It's not good. The only but they one have thing good... I liked that at Taco Bell was their cheesy tots, their cheesy potato tots. Yeah. 
and they got that special Mountain Dew that no one else has. They have the old the rights right. to uh, that, that red Baja right? Blast or whatever yeah. it is. Otherwise, you're not not a fan. Well, now you get you can get the Ortega makes the nacho cheese hard shells and stuff. Really, the Dorito ones. Yeah, they have ranch. They got regular, pretty damn good. Okay. So I'd rather I'd much uh, rather make that stuff at home. It's safer. Right. But I, yeah, and it tastes better. Cause, like, it tastes they better, absolutely. Really but uh, I have a little old news. Today is since it's raspberry whatever day. Raspberry. But today in 1932, the Mars bar candy bar was introduced. Ooh. I think the Mars bar is a lost candy bar. It's one of my favorite candy bars. Yeah. I don't know why it's not as popular as it should be. I don't understand it. Yep. Well, here's a little here's a little news. The biggest beer merger in the world is about to happen. Anheuser-Busch is a um, Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch. Dick. Well, they're combining with uh, Miller. Really? Miller Beer. And they're they're given like sixty dollars a share or something like blah blah blah. They're going to they be thirty percent of the world's beer distributors. They're going to take Miller and Bud and make mud. Yeah, well, actually, because I think um, Miller and Coors or Biller, Miller and Coors uh, is a combo. So now it's going to be Anheuser Busch is going to own Miller and Coors. Oh, forget it. They got they got they got it all. Yep. So, but they they signed a a thing that they will not try to take over the craft beer market. They're gonna let these people be and just do their regular. Um, well, how nice of them! Ninety gazillion dollar billion. Yeah, company. exactly. That was very and, nice. you know, and who pays most of it? Make, make. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know if you ever kept up with this guy. Here's another weird dude that got famous. It's always just weird shit. This guy, Dr. Claw, he was New York City's illegal underground lobster roll dealer, and now he's back in business. This guy in Brooklyn used to make chowders and stuff out of his house and lobster rolls. And he started getting famous for his lobster rolls. He was selling like two to three hundred illegal, like health department illegal. Okay. You know, just by people he knew and social media, he'd sell two to three hundred um, lobster rolls a day. So he became kind of famous for that. Then health department caught in on it, and they shut him down. So somebody from the cooking channel had a sit down with him. Okay. And they, he said it was in a limo or whatever. He had the sit down, and where, where the hell is it? And they said, we'll give you your own show. So he was like, oh, great. So his show was going around to like the east, you know, the east, um, eastern seaboard, visiting fishermen and doing food and cooking and doing all that shit. And, but they told him he can't be Dr. Claw anymore. He can't do anything. So they took his life for three years. And now his contract's up and he's back. He has his own app 
that you nice. can do the show. Nice. You can keep track of him. He's doing his like lobster rolls again and shit like that. Absolutely, way to stick it to the man. But the guy's pretty awesome. He rides around in a motorcycle that he customized to look like a lobster, and he has a giant gold lobster claw around his neck. He's like the alley. He said, "Alley G meets Boston." Nice. So it's pretty cool. I want to check this guy out, man. His his name is oh, shit. I just lost his name. So cool. Ben Sargent. He's right out of Williamsburg. Why do I know that name? I know that name. Ben Sargent. Yeah, Greenpoint shut down as illicit lobster roll business to selling potentially hazardous foods without a permit. Ah, come on, give it a rest. We've been doing this. None of this ever was around in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and nothing ever happened. Once they started breaking bulls about everything is when things started happening. Right. And do you know that's how Paula Dean got started? Yeah, she started the lunch business. The yeah, the, business. the bag lady or whatever. Yeah. The lunch lady, the bag lady. No, it was the bag lady. Was it the bag lady? Yeah, because it was brown paper bags, and she, she was afraid to leave a house, so she had the sons go out and sell them to a, give it to, sell to a business. No one bought it, so she started giving it away, and then she started charging. I had a crush on Paula Dean when I was younger. Yeah, me too. I like her, man. I wish she was like I my grandma. I love Paula Dean. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. So... You know, so this guy, Ben Sargent, check him out. Google him. Download the app. He'll tell you everywhere he's going to be, where is where he's filming, where his shows are going to be, what fishermen to get your fish from. So pretty wild. So Ben Sargent, Dr. Claw, check that crap out. And uh, I think that's about it for us tonight. That's it. Yeah, we're going to end the show, man. We got eight minutes left. We want to thank... Everybody, man. Yeah, um, Brittany, Brittany, I'll tell you what. Got, Brittany Craig, met, I'm so glad you, know, you called in. She was yeah. awesome. She really was awesome. Uh, Tina, thanks for getting us the guests, hooking us up. Raven, thanks for always being there. Time, yeah, so. Yeah. I was going to say Teresa. There was someone I knew I was leaving. Well, Teresa, Teresa, we hope everything's yeah. all right. Yeah, everything's all right. Whatever. Philomena, thanks yeah. for always uh, talking about Cassidy and keeping it interesting. Yeah. And, and then that, uh, thank you always really. for calling. You're awesome. Remember? Keep Thank doing that everybody.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.